Well, hey, what's up, Propel Church? I am here with my friend, Emily Black. And Emily, we're going to ask you a couple questions today, kind of around groups and, and really trying to figure out why groups are important. People are on the fence about joining a group. You've been with us at the church now for like four or five months, and yeah. you came in during the middle of COVID-19, yeah. right? So crazy season to kind of get involved in a church. Um, but, you know, back in that season, we went into quarantine. So we were under this shelter order where all of us had to be in our homes. How did groups play a role in your life during quarantine? Uh, it was a really positive experience. We visited that one time um, before quarantine happened. And then the next Sunday, it was like, stay in your house. So I was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then um, Noah and Carly told me they had online groups. Yeah. And so being stuck in the house and not knowing a lot of people at the church, that was really a great way to get to know people and to get involved. And then after that first group, I was really more comfortable with um, joining more or doing more with the yeah. church because I knew more people. Yeah, you know, and relationships are one of those things where um, coming into a new church, it's weird. Like, yeah. even if you have a few friends, even if you know a few people, like it can be a really hard experience. And so we really believe that groups are that great, you know, entryway point where people can uh, get to know, you know, other people. So with the relationships that, you know, you started to develop, like how, how did those help you during quarantine where we kind of are isolated and we are alone yeah. in that season? It definitely felt less lonely. Yeah. Um, if I needed to talk to anyone, I could message them because, Hey, I know these people now and they're cool and I trust them. <laughs> yeah. So I can message them and I don't know. It was, it was great. I love that. I love that too, because you started with online groups. And sometimes I think when, when we're thinking about, you know, church online and even online groups, you know, we're like, oh, well, it, it's not the same as, you know, in person. And it's not, it's not meant to be, mm -hmm. but it, you can still get connected. You can still build those relationships. Definitely. That's Definitely. awesome. Well, hey, church, I am here with one of my good friends, Chris Smith, and I'm so excited to get to talk to you today. So as we're thinking about groups and we're kind of helping people get connected, why is it important for someone to be in a group? That is a great question, Pastor Nick. Uh, groups, I just feel like are the heartbeat of what we are about here at Propel Church. Yeah. Um, I know when we first started coming, uh, and getting plugged in and just trying to find a place and a way to belong. Yeah. Uh, groups were critical for both my wife, myself, even our family, yeah. um, getting us connected on that and being able to just really uh, come alongside what other people were doing and understanding that, hey, if somebody else is doing excellent in an area and really um, just, you know, have have some great experiences and if we work through some different things, yeah. we could come alongside and learn from that. And then on the flip side too, um, just if, you, if, if we're feeling comfortable and confident, how we can right. empower somebody else and come alongside them. Well, and that's that, you know, iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another, right? Because right. everything we do here is based on scripture. And one of the things I like to say is that we're not a church with groups. We're a church of groups that yes. like, it's not just something that we attach as like a, 
this may be something you should try. Like if you're watching this video right now, our end game is that 100% of the people who call for Pell Church home are involved in groups because it is where you build relationships. And you know, as we've been hearing from some other people today, especially when you're new to a place, you need relationships. The number one reason why people leave a church is because they didn't get connected. And the way you build those relationships is by getting in a group. A hundred percent. Yeah, I I think honestly, and talking about the biblical basis that our church uses and just the, I think it's a a biblical model. You know, in the book of Acts, you see the church growing because people were coming together daily and fellowshipping and breaking bread together and just learning from each other. And whether it's a, it was hanging out, you know, and that they probably didn't have disc golf back then. They may have. They might have. We don't know. Uh, You know, but whether they're just hanging out or whether they were being intentional about that fellowship and that prayer, uh, whatever it was that they were together and that's powerful it's so huge so huge hey what's up propel church i am here with my friend kenya today and we are going to continue talking about groups why they matter and why they're important so you and garrett have been married for several years now it's really cool you i love kenya and her family so much because they got married and instead of just rushing off to their honeymoon they came to church that morning right we got to take a selfie together that's because that's how you know it counts but tell me this uh, how have groups impacted your marriage yeah that is a really really good question so me and Garrett have realized um, that we have grown so much individually through groups that it's impacted our marriage as a whole. Yeah. So we've been able to notice that like going through groups and being able to open up and pour in to the people around us, like like-minded people. He goes to men groups, I go to women's groups. And with us being able to talk to other people about situations, we're able to talk to one another yeah. um, easier. And it's not on a surface level. It's more of a spiritual level. We're able to like wake up in the morning and just say, hey, what do you want God to show you today? And stuff like that. And it's like deeper level conversations. Um, And those conversations have become more comfortable because we've stepped in and went into groups and jumped into them um, to be able to have those conversations with other people. So it's more comfortable with our spouse. That's so good. I mean, the ability to talk you know, not just surface level with your spouse, but really like dig into the how's your soul stuff and groups provide you the platform to learn how to like take care of you. When I think about that, um, you know, the passage of scripture, when Jesus is talking about the greatest commands, he says to love your neighbor as yourself. And I think sometimes we try and love our neighbor before we figure out how to love us. And, and, and you can't effectively love your neighbor if you don't really love who God created you to be. Not this like selfish love, but when you're taking care of yourself and your relationship with God first, then your marriage, like that makes a big difference because it's easy in marriage for it to become an idol, which was not what God intended it. God designed marriage to make us holy and and not necessarily happy, right? And so it's just a beautiful thing. So it's huge. I definitely believe wholeheartedly that groups impact marriage and it, it makes a really big difference. Yeah, because you don't realize what kind of junk you're carrying until you've opened up and, like you said, realized and loved who God has created you to be um, in order to love your spouse the way that you're supposed to. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, church, I am here with my friend Jimmy Jacobs, and we've been talking about groups today, and I'm so excited because, you know, one of the things that I love about our church is that we don't just have one kind of group. There are multiple different groups. We have uh, studies and hangouts, men's groups, women's groups, freedom groups, other kinds of groups, hangout groups. That's what I want to talk with you about. So, Jimmy, what's your favorite thing about hangout groups? Well, I love a lot of things about hangout groups. Um, some of those being uh, it's a great way to meet new people yeah. and build new relationships. And that we have usually have a lot of different hangout groups to choose from, whether you like to play disc golf or meet it once a week for eating. You know, cool. We love eating, exactly. right? And, Chicken uh, wings in Jesus' name. That's right. And um, But my favorite thing about hangout groups is they are not curriculum-based. So if you miss a week or two, you don't have to worry about catching back up before you go back or, yeah. you know, I was in another group before that was a curriculum based and I missed a week and I just felt like shouldn't even go back. You right. Know? So you don't have to worry about hangout groups. If you miss a week, you can just come right back where you left off. Yeah. So some, some of our groups that are doing studies have, you know, very rigorous weeks mm-hmm. that you really, you know, you get in what you you get out what you put in. Right. So you kind of need to be there for every week. But if you've got one of those crazy schedules and you're just kind of looking for an easy on-ramp, hangout groups are that perfect option because you have the ability to meet new people, to get involved in biblical community, yeah. right? Because every one of our hangout groups, um, whether we're playing disc golf or we're eating wings, we've got four things that we do. Encouragement, scripture, prayer and next steps. Yeah. So you're getting that biblical community. It's not like we're just hanging out together. We're growing in our relationship with God. You're building those relationships. But I love what you said because it there are people that have those crazy schedules and they're like, hey, I might work Tuesday this week, but I'm off Tuesday next week. Yeah. And And rather than making the excuse that this is not your season to get in a group, finding even a hangout group is such a cool thing. Right. Like my disc golf group, um, We'll play a different course every week, and yeah. but if you have to work on a Saturday or whatever and you miss, then you just come meet us the next week, and you haven't missed anything. I love that. I love that. So, Emily, what would you say to someone who's nervous about joining a group? Well, I was nervous because I was new. So yeah. um, I kind of had to like say, this is going to be great. You know, I think positive thoughts. Um, right. You're going to meet some really great people. And it's going to be a very good experience. So if you're nervous, do it. Yeah. Because definitely. if you're new, yeah. you know, it, it really is a good way to, to get connected. It really is. Why do you feel like it's important for mature followers of Jesus to invest in those who are new to faith? That is really, I think, at the heart of just being a part of something bigger than yourself and yeah. understanding that as a Christian, we have certain obligations. Um, you know, God called, when he called us into a relationship with him and into a fellowship with him, it wasn't just a, a one-way street. You know, mm-hmm. it was to go and to really multiply and make those disciples. And one of the huge ways that we do yeah. that is pouring into other people. Right. And, and as a mature Christian, um, 
I, you know, we all have struggles. There's still lots of things I struggle with. Come on, until we go be with Jesus. Amen. But at the end of the day, there's also a lot of experiences yeah. that, that I feel like, and, and that's our testimony. That's what God's brought us through. You know, I don't have it all figured out, but man, I can tell you when I was struggling with this, God showed up in this way. Yeah. And when I didn't think, you know, I could get out of this situation, here's how God provided a way out. Mm. And so first and foremost, just being able to share that with other people, that's powerful. That's and being so and being real with them. You know, it's yeah. not that as a mature Christian, you you may have more biblical knowledge. You may have right. uh, definitely more experiences. But at the flip side, you may also be in a position where you can learn as much from them as they can for you. Yeah. Well, because, you know, you, you, you're a principal, right? So you deal with teachers from time to time. But you solidify what you know when you teach. Yes. And, and so it's easy to have a whole lot of head knowledge, but wisdom is knowledge applied. So when Absolutely. we use what we've learned and we begin to invest that into the lives of other people, that's when life change really begins to take place, not just for them. And I think it's a great benefit for them, but for me as well, I get to be a part of solidifying what I say I actually believe. And God uses teaching to do that. Right. Yes. And, and for, I know for me personally, you know, I feel like I'm always at a better place when you're using those spiritual gifts, whether it's teaching or the gifts of encouragement or yeah. whatever, and pouring that into somebody else. So mm-hmm. the times that I'm growing most effectively in my faith and in my walk with Jesus is when I'm daily getting in those opportunities or yeah. weekly getting in opportunities through group to pour into people and then be poured back into. Come on. That, that, it, that's where, at the end of the day, I think we all can connect around that central point of being able to say, if we're going to be more like Jesus, let's be real, let's be honest, let's come alongside each other, yeah. and let's do this together. Come on. I love that. So freedom is a really big part of our church, right? From uh, early on, we have this curriculum that we go through called freedom, and freedom is really a, a curriculum that helps you deal with your hurts, your habits, your hangups, settle your yesterdays so that you can walk into tomorrow. And you've been one of our freedom leaders. You know, you were in one of the first freedom groups with me years ago, and you've led like 14,000 freedom groups now is what it feels like. So tell me and tell the, the kind people who are watching this today, like what is freedom? What does it mean to you? Why should they join a freedom group? So um, freedom is actually a 12-week curriculum that has, a. we get a book and it's pretty much a chapter each week. And the chapters in the weeks, like throughout the weeks, um, there's something in that book that's going to impact you. Mm. Um, I don't think that every, sometimes not every week will impact you, um, but there's something in those chapters that's going to make a difference for you to be able to walk into whatever God's calling you to do. And so how I kind of view freedom as like an an onion, like you start as like a hole and it just kind of peels back layers. The first week might be a little uncomfortable, but by week 12, you're going to be walking in so much freedom from like whatever it may be. And somebody sitting right next to you could be walking through the same thing. But in order for you to know that, you have to be able to uncover and be able to dig into that curriculum. So I think wholeheartedly what freedom is, is the opportunity for you to find freedom from whatever you're carrying. Right. And it could be anything from a drug addiction to something so small where you're just a small lie, white lie. I mean, whatever it is that you're carrying that you know that's bothering you, you can uncover and you can dig into it. And what I love about that onion illustration is 
sometimes on the surface level, it doesn't seem bruised, but the deeper you go in, the more you realize there are some impurities and some imperfections that need to be dealt with because nobody likes a, a nasty onion, right? And sometimes what happens in life is what's ultimately in us comes out when we get squeezed. We've talked about that in past message series and stuff like that. So having the ability to kind of wrestle through the junk and the mess in a safe place where people aren't judging you, they're all just as jacked up as you are. And in the event that you're like watching this right now, and you're like, I don't think I need freedom because I'm not really that jacked up. You probably need freedom more than anybody, yeah. right? Because the worst kind of deception is self-deception, <laughs> exactly. right? Where we've yeah. convinced ourselves that we're actually good according to scripture. That's not the case at all. So we all could use freedom. I recommend that every single person in our church goes through freedom. In fact, as you grow in leadership in our organization, it's not a negotiable thing at some point. It, it, it's a, you need to, because it's so beneficial for your soul. And for me and my husband, that was the first group we actually jumped into. And we didn't think like, oh, we're messed up or jacked up. We were like, oh, this is just a group that Pastor Nick recommended. Let's jump through it. And it was life changing. Come on. Like it's pretty, it set our foundation for our, for where we are now. So you heard it. Take my advice and join a freedom group. So, Jimmy, with your past, you know, you and I have talked a lot about your past. You and I have very similar, you know, backstories. You've dealt with drug addiction, and, and we know that Jesus ultimately is the one who brings lasting change in our life. Um, but we also believe that groups play a big role in that because it gives you that community. So, with your past, how did groups help you stay free from drug addiction? That's a great question, Pastor Nick. I'm glad you asked it. Um, you heard Kenya talk about freedom earlier. Yeah. And that was actually the very first group I ever attended here at Propel. And it was my first. I was new in the church. I didn't know anybody. And it took me a couple weeks to get comfortable. Yeah. And once I did, I was able to build relationships and meet new people that would hold me accountable and still hold me accountable to this day. Yeah. And some of the people I met in that first group are my best friends today. Right. And if it wasn't for that group and this church, I would have probably been hanging out with uh, my old friends, and I might not be here today. Right. Well, and that's, you know, I've heard one uh, teacher say, if you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yeah. Right. The people we hang out with, the people we do life with, our close circle does play a role in where we go long term and i believe with in biblical community you can go further faster in your relationship with god and just in life in general and there's blessing in biblical community that sometimes we don't realize until we actually get involved in it and take those next steps so if you're watching this you know you may not be stuck in a drug addiction right now but uh, you need to know that your friends still matter and developing that circle is really important. So finding the right friends is really going to help you in this season and beyond. And that's why groups are important. Absolutely, man. Just like I mentioned earlier, the whole accountability thing is yeah. so important because my old friends, they were just, you know, didn't care what happened to me or them. But the people that I surround myself with now, they build me up. They speak life into me. I speak life into them and we hold each other accountable. And that's what, that's what groups are all about. Come on. 